Hello, it's us again. Welcome to the First Time Parent Podcast. My name is Christopher. And I'm Jessica. We are the BWs and we are having, having a, a baby. baby. And we still don't know what we've let ourselves in for. I don't think we will know until well, baby's here. It's the whole generally. point of the show. So I hope we don't <laughs> find out what's going on. <laughs> Sorry we didn't uh, see you last week. Life got in the way, but we are back. It's all good. Uh, how are you feeling, Jess? Very pregnant. Very pregnant. At the time of recording, we are 32 weeks pregnant. Things are feeling very heavy. Yeah. Oh, we can hear our cat. Oh, Ted. That's not why you're feeling heavy. You haven't got the cat inside you, have you? No, no. Ted is peering around the door, shouting at us because we've shut him out. I want to be in the show. (laughs) No, he's not. But you're feeling okay. Okay. You're feeling okay. I'm feeling okay. I'm just feeling heavy and tired and pregnant. That's the only way to describe it. But everything else is okay. I think I'm feeling as you would expect to feel whilst carrying a small human inside of your a stomach. A teeny that has, small human. That has seemed to have e- e- exploded in size inside you. I honestly thought you said it had exploded inside you. <laughs> <It's> like, what? <laughs> no! My, my description there probably isn't very good, but it feels like it's it's just doubled in size. <laughs> well, we're going to talk today about the 20-week scan. We're going to talk about uh, basically getting to halfway, and then we're almost caught up with ourselves, aren't we? Nearly. We're very nearly there. Very nearly there. So close. So close. So enjoy the show. Um, give us a shout-out while you're listening at FTPPUK, and we'll see you at the end. Yay! Yay! Oh, that was high, wasn't it? (laughs) It's 20-week scan time. Oh, yeah. How are you doing? Okay, I feel like we've been waiting for a 20-week scan for For ages. For 20 weeks? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. I feel like we've been waiting for ages, even though the 12-week scan was only a few months prior. It's funny because it, when we reached the 12-week scan, that's the one, like we said, that's the one you wait for it's to, to, you know, to make sure there's actually a baby there, to make sure everything's going and okay. And then they're like, yeah, but the 20-week scan, you think, oh, it's miles, ages away. It's not. It's not at all, is it? No, it does come round quite quickly. But you are waiting because you know there's another milestone to get to. Mm. And all these milestones, because they are a significant point, it makes you nervous. What if you don't reach it? For whatever reason. Halfway is is a big step. And then you get to it and you realise, oh my God, I'm actually halfway. There's probably less time left than I've gone. But it's because those first few weeks, one might not know they're pregnant at all. So it's almost like you miss the first month and a bit. Unless you obviously test soon. But halfway was really good. The 20-week scan was a big one. And you find out a lot of things, don't you? You do indeed. Or you can find out a lot of things. I should say you you have the ability to find out a few things. Like if you're going to have a boy or a girl. The flavour. What's your flavour? Tell Tell me what's what's your flavour. We're so in sync. We're so in sync. I think collectively we are Craig David. <laughs> Craig David. No, I'm not going to do it. No. 
So we didn't actually find out, did we? No, we decided not to. We decided not to. And a lot of people were quite pleased with us, I think. There's, I don't know many people who don't or didn't find out that we know. We know a couple of our friends who are pregnant around the same time. They all know what they're having. But we didn't. I don't think my mum did with any of us. Um, there's four of us. I don't think she found out at all. My sister, I don't think, knew either. My mum didn't know whether I was a boy or a girl. No, still, do, still I... doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> You're so mean to me. I love you. <laughs> but yeah, the, you find out uh, the sex of the baby. You find out a few other bits and bobs. And only if you want to. Only but if you want to. You do... And it, only if you can as well. Some people might not if baby's sitting in with its legs crossed. That's exactly you might... where where I was going with that <laughs> is you may not always be able to find out if the baby's not playing the game, they may not be able to accurately tell you. And they also say that even though it's pretty accurate, it's still not 100% guaranteed. If they tell you you're having a girl, you're having a girl. And if you're having a boy, you're having a boy. They They still give themselves that room for error and i have heard of you a few people where that's happened really really yeah where they've been told they're having a boy and then it's a girl or the other way around it was just a little bit of umbilical cord that was dangling in the wrong place was it (laughs) i don't know i think it would be easier to it would be easier to miss said boy parts than mistake them on a girl i think it would be so diplomatic (laughs) do you know what i mean i think i think it would be easier for them to accidentally not see that it was a boy rather than see something that wasn't there on a girl hmm i know what you mean it was i mean some people don't even see the the baby in in the ultrasound do they 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 kind of just see shapes so you know but i'm sure the medical professionals are more than trained more than capable do you remember as well when we said we weren't finding out to the lady who was doing the scan? She was pleasantly surprised. I think so many people just find out now hmm. that it's nice for them not to. Maybe it's a bit old-fashioned it. not to find out. I don't know. I'd love I think to, so. I'd love to know the statistics of how many people do inquire about the the sex of their child before. And how many don't? I mean, it would be interesting. If anyone knows, then please get in touch and let us know because it's something that I'd love to hear from someone who knows as opposed to just Google it. Mm. Ah, I'm happy we haven't found out. I am as well. It's a nice surprise. Hmm. Well, I hope it will be. <laughs> but it goes back to you. You've got an inkling. I'd, I'd, I, w- I would like a little girl because I'd like my girls. Mm. But I'd also love a boy because my family would have their first grandson. So it's you know either way it's it's absolutely fine. I don't have a preference really. Baby, healthy baby is what we want. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. <laughs> you and you genuinely don't know. You haven't like found out or anything. I genuinely don't know, and I don't think we have said this that I have a really strong feeling it's a boy. Here we go again. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. to do with the myths. You've just been just, eat, just been eating the peel of an orange. You? It is just a feeling <laughs> and and it might make me look really silly and arrive and be a girl. I just think it's a boy. Here's hoping. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
it's just yeah it's a feeling I, I can't even describe it a lot of those myths we spoke about they have reflected more towards a boy but it's just another sense that I've got that in here I've got a boy and why wouldn't you have a sense of what's going on I'm probably wrong <laughs> the main difference for me when we were in the, the scan for the 20 week scan was how big the baby looked already on the picture so big it, so much it more detail was just amazing that's it, what it's for though the, the scan is there for them to be able to look at the baby in much finer detail is called the anomaly scan and it checks all the little bits and pieces uh like the, <laughs> make well, sure that everything that is how you find out if it's a boy yeah. or a girl <laughs> it, it it checks the it checks that everything's fully forming that it's got all of its skeleton in place that there's uh, the heart is functioning and the, even the the blood flow as as well. Do you remember when you saw on oh, the screen yeah. different colours? So there's a moment within the scan where uh, the person conducting the ultrasound, I don't think touched a button or flicked a switch or something, and all of a sudden there was, it's a black and white picture, and it's quite a detailed black and white picture. And then all of a sudden there were, there were blue and red flashes that were happening, kind of like, pulsing as you'll see why and I, I waited and just thought well, it's just the computer doing something but actually what was happening was they were able to tell which way the blood was being pumped and was flowing around the body so it was checking the heart and they needed to check the heart from above so as if we were like chopped across our chest like if we were decapitated looking mm. from above they will they looked from above to make sure the heart was the right shape and the right size, but also to see that the blood was flowing. And then one side was, I can't remember which side, red or blue. But then it showed which way the blood was flowing. And it was a, a, a tiny little detail, but a very important one. that I was very impressed that they could see. And I had absolutely no idea that you could do that. It was amazing. It was, it was amazing. The amount of stuff that she showed us. We were in there for such a long time, weren't we? Well... There well. was a reason we were in there for quite a while, because somebody wasn't playing ball. And, uh, and it wasn't me. It wasn't you. The baby was twerking a little bit again and wasn't in the right position. So they actually sent us away for half an hour after we'd been in there about 20 minutes already. Um, and poor Jess's bladder was quite full as well. So Standard. It was... <laughs> no, you you had to do it this time. It's the same thing for, for the scan this time round that it is before because it's the same way they read it. You have to drink a certain amount of fluids to make sure that they can scan you. But then we went, went for a walk around the gardens of the hospital for about half an hour, I think it was. Went back and it was almost just start the whole thing again. And luckily baby was behaving. And just about she did have to poke and prod a bit to try and move absolutely. move it and then get it get it into position although the way it was moving around or not moving or not being cooperative it did make me wonder if we had wanted to know whether it was a boy or a girl would we have been able would to? we have been able to find out i think so i think there was a moment where it was very evident that the legs were wide <laughs> and you could you i don't know what i'm looking for i think it was very um important that 
we would have been able to. I think so. To know important to know that we would have been able to. But again, it doesn't really matter either way because we didn't find out. So it doesn't doesn't really bother us. But it was amazing to see the 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 heightened detail and everything. And we were quite I was quite excited the first time, but mm. it just blows your mind how you can see inside someone. It's it terrifying. Was, it is terrifying. There was a moment that was actually quite quite scary. I'm not sure if you can remember when all of a sudden the baby quickly snapped its head and it seemed it was looking right towards the the, <laughs> the, 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 the thing that was scanning it. And when it flips and turns, you see the flash of the skull. It's quite it's quite scary looking. <laughs> <laughs> that did freak me out a little bit. It was when I could see the devil horns that I was really worried, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> baby's heartbeat in then nice <laughs> i like the fact that we managed to do that it wasn't on the 20 week scan we did that we did a couple of weeks ago at one of the um midwives appointments but it's nice to have seen the heartbeat on that day again and make sure and know mm. it was and at that point we didn't know what we were looking for either but you get to see the heartbeat pulsing so hard and, and the blue and the red show that it isn't just the heart beating you get puts it into perspective a little bit that this is working so hard already this tiny little thing halfway mm. through its gestation period is already acting like we are just in a tiny form its body is already pumping blood needed and oxygen all the way around its body it's got a backbone it's got ears it's got individual it's got fingernails by this point hasn't it yeah it it's got it's got everything but it's just teeny teeny tiny it's crazy it's beautiful it's all right. Well, we haven't met it yet. We don't know how it looks. <laughs> don't say that. I, think, I mean, come on. All newborn babies are covered in gunk anyway. So it's going to be... True. They're going to need a couple of days to bed into their skin, I think, aren't they? Also, they're being pushed out of a very small space. Yes, they are. Yeah. So however much you are going to be in pain, I'm sure it's not as amazingly comfortable for the baby either. What did we learn the other day at the antenatal class? Oh yeah, the skull. That we didn't realise that the skull, and we, and I think a few people in the room didn't know this. Baby's skull is pretty much designed to almost like plates to kind of come apart and be squeezed so that it can come out of your yoo-hoo. and then yoo-hoo. and that's what it says when it comes out, isn't it? <laughs> yoo-hoo! that baby is here. <laughs> a big summer blowout. <laughs> But yeah, the, the baby's head, I think it was, the, the, the skull, it kind of, it, it, it almost retracts and into itself and then forms back out. That's the, the two soft spots. Is that mm. right? I might have got that wrong. And the other thing, when the contractions happen, they're, they're, they, they stop breathing, don't they, whilst the contractions happen? I'm pretty sure that's what they said. Am I, am I making this up? I don't know that. <laughs> but back to the 20-week scan and the, the week that that was. So we've been in, we've seen the updated, let's say, scan picture and the blood was pumping and everything was amazing. Like I said, blows us away that it's a tiny human being, a tiny human being. Hmm. Could just go around for ages. 
What else did you learn at this point? What else was a, a new thing and a new experience for you? This well, all of it, but what was something that you were like, "Ooh, okay." Finding out the weight. Oh yeah. So they print it off. She didn't tell us at the time, but they print off a little yellow sheet of all the measurements and and all of that. Height, inside leg. <laughs> Pretty much. It, it goes into it goes into real detail, and then I noticed that it predicts the weight. And I had a little look back at the notes, and at that point, it said it was about ten ounces. Ten ounces. So not even a pound yet. Wow. It's not even tiny, a pound. And all of that's working. Mm. And that's roughly, I had a little look, because that's what you do when you when you start seeing all these things on a paper of oh. what your baby is meant, is doing. You then Google, is that the right weight for this time? And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is baby a fatty? Is that what you were thinking? Oh, I've got to double check. I have a bigger tummy. It might well be. <laughs> 10 ounces is pretty spot on for that time. Good. So what size vegetable was it? Size of baby. Size of baby was how much? Length of your absolute favourite fruit. No, no, that's that's right. I remember now. Banana. Oh, uh, uh, the bananas are the devil. They're the worst thing ever. And that's why I wasn't very happy that you said it was the size of a banana. It's the worst. <laughs> They're the worst food ever. So if anyone else has the same feeling towards a banana as me, oh, I, oh, honest, genuinely making me feel sick even saying it. It's like me with onions. Oh. Although, if I were to see someone in the street dressed as a big giant onion, I wouldn't be scared. But I have a feeling yeah. you'd be a little bit scared of someone dressed as a banana, wouldn't you? Well, I mean, why would you be in the street dressed as a banana for starters? <laughs> There's many reasons to be scared of that person, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> Dar darling, I'm just popping to Tesco. Is it? Oh, <laughs> Brian's dressed as a banana again. <laughs> hi, hi, Brian. <laughs> yeah, no, no, mate. I'm just gonna just cross the road. Bye. Quick, I get an Uber. <laughs> no, Brian, you can't come too. No, I'm fine. I don't need the help, Brian. Thank you. No, no, I don't think you will fit in the car. No. Call the police. <laughs> Doesn't look very appealing. And that's the end of the show, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> That's why I don't do the jokes. Oh, we're not doing that again, are we? What? <laughs> oh, let's just carry Here on. Here we are. <laughs> 20 weeks length of a banana. 21, 22, 23 weeks is around this time as well. So I, I, I'll speed through. Was it the size of a big banana or a small banana? Because you can get those little baby ones, can't you? Just a standard banana. But what is a standard banana? It it's not that specific. I can't be that specific. Well, you said that she measured it. Did she say size of a, an organic banana? A plantain? They're bigger. Right. The just to make family. this clear, when she scanned it, she didn't say, by the way, your baby is about the length of a banana. Where I get these, where I get these from are the baby apps and the things and the books that you read up on. They all have a, a comparison to some sort of fruit for every <laughs> single week that you are. Hence why every week I will tell you what fruit slash veg it is. So if you have like quadruplets, there's like a fruit salad. Snapes. <laughs> <laughs> God, can you imagine being pregnant with quadruplets? 
Oh, boy. It's making you shudder. Yeah. I've got one in there and it's, mm. it can be hard work at times. Mm. Goodness me. If you've if you've had quadruplets and you're listening, get in touch. Just because I think I want to shake you by the hand. <laughs> well done. I've just spotted something here on, on a note that I've made. 21 weeks. It's the size of a carrot. But this is exactly what you've just said. I've said, well, what if it's a small carrot? Because <laughs> <laughs> you can get big carrots and you can get little carrots. So it is a little bit non-specific. So I think we need to just think of an average-sized banana and an average-sized carrot. Why are you looking at me when you're specifying about an average-sized <laughs> carrot and an average-sized banana? What's, what's going on? I'm just looking at you because you're in my eye line. If you start talking about mushrooms, we're both in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're such a fun guy. <laughs> oh, someone's had a bank holiday weekend. <laughs> Good lord. Would you like to hear what no, size it was at 22 weeks? I don't want any more vegetable puns. Thank you very much. I'm not sure what this is, though. Oh, <laughs> what is it? 22 weeks. A spaghetti squash. <laughs> Is, that's when you just grab a bag of pasta and just really push it in the bag. Squash it. <laughs> squash it. Uh, a squ- uh, wow, a squash is... Hmm. Thank a sp- you. A spaghetti squash. That's a very specific... That's a very specific vegetable, isn't it? Do we need to, actually, do we need to Google this? I'm not Googling it in the middle of the record. <laughs> All right, let's Google it in the middle of the record. Hang on. I'll just put a sound effect in. Hang on. So what is a spaghetti squash? Hang on. I know I can see I how to I gave you cook. that whole sound effect. I, I can see how to cook a spaghetti squash. I think it's just, just Google the picture for I'm it. Googling it. I'll put another sound effect in. Hang on. So it's called a spaghetti squash, it seems, because it's just a bit stringy in the, on the inside when you cook it. I have no idea why that's relevant to the size of a baby. It just looks like a normal squash on the outside. What a riveting part of the podcast that was. It was really worth the wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks stringy, like spaghetti. <laughs> Let's move on from the size of vegetable that it was. Oh, but I haven't got to 23 weeks what yet. What was 23 weeks? Then? A large mango. <laughs> mango, find out what sex it is or not. Oh, no, I'm not the funny one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most street I've ever sounded. We might live in Woolwich, but yeah, mango hospital, look after his wife. <laughs> it's rubbish, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, my goodness. Are you feeling all right? Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> I need some sleep. There's a few bits and pieces that have happened Yep. during 20 to 23 weeks. Tell me. Talk me. Talk, talk, talk to you. Talk, talk me. Talk oh, my you. goodness. 
So the baby is coated in, oh God, I hope I say this right, Vernix Quesosa? Queso? No, Queso. Mexican cheese dip? No, it's not coated in cheese dip. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This protects the baby's skin and prevents it from drying out in the amniotic fluid. This This is is the gooey stuff. The the putty gooey Mm -hmm. stuff that it ends up being born in and you kind of leave on or take off or something. That's the one. Oh, right. Yeah, this is this is interesting. I had no idea this existed. Yeah, so it just gives the baby that protection. Because in that fluid, it's although it's fluidy, it's not going to do the baby much good just being in that for the nine months. No. So it's almost like a barrier, isn't it? Yeah. It's almost like a natural nappy cream. Yeah, like a moisturiser. Like a moisturiser, yeah. Mm. And, you, and you get born with it when you're born. And I believe you leave it on, don't you? You you don't rub it off because it's full of really good things. Yes, we were told that recently. That's yeah, that's something you I learned obviously a couple of weeks ago. But at the point that we're at there, kind of twenty two, twenty three weeks, it's forming and it's now mm-hmm. coated in it. So little baby BW has had the knowledge and the insight already to put some sun cream on. Clever little thing. Clever little thing. Hmm. He can he or she can hear us and already kind of start kicking because it was probably kicking at this point as well, wasn't it? Yes. You because they always say, have you have you felt it moving? Yes, you definitely felt it trying to break out of your womb. <laughs> Not too much at this point. A few weeks before, I'd really started feeling it and noticing a little bit of a pattern with it as well because they say that you will notice when the baby's awake and when the baby isn't necessarily awake I used to find I used to come home from work of an evening and settle down and sit down and that's when baby would start to give me a little performance and and wake up but interestingly the reason they say it's more likely you'll find baby is kicking when you're sitting down or just lying down ready to go to bed is because when you're busy during the day walking around it's that motion of you actually rocking the baby to sleep. Oh, yeah. So you're rocking the baby to sleep whilst you're active. Then when you sit down and you're ready to relax for the evening, baby wakes up. Right in time to show mummy where I am. <laughs> oh. That's that's the voice I give our baby, by the way. I really hope that's not mm. the voice. Oh, lovely. Today we're going to have some weaning from milk to yummy solids. Thank you for that. Especially if it's a girl. That's what it's going to sound like. <laughs> like some 80s children's TV character puppet. <laughs> I mean, in my head, I was thinking a slightly younger Last of the Summer Wine cast. Yes, lovely. With a flat cap on. That's yeah. Put me in a bathtub and down we go. That's the <laughs> oh, oh dear. dear. No, what you were saying about the baby responding to your movements it, almost in the opposite way than you thought they would. It's it's interesting. So we're singers, and that's what we do for mm-hmm. a living. We had a gig around about this time, kind of mid to late January, mm. and. Um, we're in a vocal group, we're in an acapella group and I sing bass so whenever I'm singing around the house a lot of the stuff that I'm singing is a bit low and a bit grumbly and 
babies are meant to respond well to low voices, aren't they? They do. So in the gig with lots of like amplification and microphones and all beatboxing and rhythms and stuff, yeah. I big thought drops big big and... Doom, boom, and all that kind yep. of stuff. That was pretty good. Um, <laughs> we thought the baby would be jumping around and responding to us, and obviously, you know, a big subwoofers in in a in a lovely theatre down in Sirencester. It was going to be a big thing, and the baby was going to be jumping up and nothing. I'd really, <laughs> I'd really hoped for it slash, not, not dreaded it, but thought, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. This is the first gig for me of the year. I wonder what's going to happen when I'm up on stage singing and it can feel all these vibrations. Am I going to feel baby moving? And am I going to be able to concentrate on what I'm doing? And yeah completely still but interestingly when you do sit down and go and listen to the other performances and groups I'm sat down I'm chilled out then the baby wakes up and dances to everybody else <laughs> maybe it just doesn't like us no it doesn't. our it's, voices <laughs> it thinks now we've heard this oh freaking out I don't really like this one uh, don't do the Louisa Johnson song again please tears move on to the next one <laughs> <laughs> but when out of the blue were singing they all loved it yeah Dancing around, <laughs> loving it. Yeah, I find that really interesting. That it is used to your voice, though, isn't it? Think I hope it. so. It's, it's having to listen to it all the time. Yeah. This one, this mercy is now. That's you. <laughs> they can't. They can't hear the and look I'm giving. They can you. hear the stare that's coming through the mm. microphone. They can't hear it. Yeah. That's you. Moving on. But that's a recording that I just put in. <laughs> that was me presenting at a gig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the song I learned for you. It's like a slightly Kent Essex Elmo. problem is is i can't take the mick out of you because i can't actually accurately do your accent <laughs> oh no i don't have a welsh accent though we've been through this no he doesn't which is annoying because he'll take the mickey out of my dartford accent oh you you don't say you dartford accent dartfordian darling <laughs> oh, dear. but i can't take the mickey out of you when you start Toothbrushing it all over the place. It's like the one word that I say Welsh. It is literally the one word that you say in Welsh. Oh, and, yeah. and the where'd you get where you buy where'd you buy your cheap pants and bras from? Premark. You are incorrect. It Premark is Premark. It is not Premark. This is the no. So I, this is the, I agree. It's it's not Premark, but it is Premark. No, no, it's not. It is Premark though. Any other Welshies listening? Give me a tweet at FTPPUK. It's Mm-mm. definitely pre-mark. We, from Cardiff and Barry, we say it in pre-mark. I don't care. That's not how it's spelt. Well, it's spelled like that in my head. <laughs> how does the E sound like the I? The I sound like the E. It doesn't Is make any sense. Pre-mark? Sorry. Oh, at least I'm saying it right. Jelmo, sorry. <laughs> Jelmo, that's, that's that character. Jelmo. Oh, it's a bit hurting. I tell you what, Jelmo needs to do one. I've <laughs> <laughs> been trying to leave you for years. <laughs> <Ouch>. <laughs> no, I can't remember where we were now. 
Oh, we were talking about the development of the baby between in, 20 and 23 weeks. And I don't know how we've ended up talking in Elmo voices. I'm quite enjoying it, though. <laughs> You're enjoying it. Yeah, I've got the headphones on, though. Mm. You've been muted for this whole record, I don't It's probably for the best. <laughs> right, where were we? 21 weeks. The placenta, which is the organ that has magically grown inside it's the bit that connects the cord to the womb that's right it's magically it's a it's all it's an organ it's a brand new organ inside this body that was not there before technically it's a pipe organ what like a pipe organ why are none of my giggles landing for you today it's an organ with a pipe coming out of it going to the baby it's a pipe organ (laughs) <laughs> I just didn't understand. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that one. It's it's an amazing thing, the placenta. It's the most important thing because it gives the baby all its nutrients, all its vitamins, mm-hmm. all its food, all its oxygen. It's, a, it's insane. And it's also terrifying. It is when you find out you've got Ooh, to give birth to it. I had no idea. I, I just thought it was part of you that grows and just kind of i don't know just stays there i don't know i don't think i'd ever given it much thought no why would you but yeah you've got to you've once you've given birth to your baby you then have to give birth to the placenta Mm -hmm. that seems seems a bit unfair when you've been through (laughs) all of that and then you and then you need to get rid of that as well but i i just had no idea Anyway, it's an important <laughs> it's an important part of the birth to then get rid of that as well, but it's also an important part of the process of growing a baby that the placenta now is strong enough to really give it what it needs, uh, but the baby starts to become bigger than the placenta at this point, so it kind of takes over, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it levels out. So at this point, out. they become good, good they phrase, become good phrase. they become level. Thank you. They become level, but before that placenta has been bigger than the baby, which is amazing then we have the eyes do you know the eyes are fully formed all apart from the the pigment of the irises really so although the eyes aren't open yet they they're they're ready and waiting they're ready and waiting to to get going apart from the pigment although baby's eyes are meant to change color aren't they as well, when you when they're born, that some a lot of babies are born yeah. with blue eyes that will then change colour. Sometimes they won't, but sometimes they will. So a lot of babies are blue eyed when they arrive. The other thing it, that I read up at this time, the hearing is much more sensitive, and the baby is then responding so much more mm. to the sounds. Just not mum and dad singing clearly. <laughs> but we, it's something we always were really told at this point whether it was the midwife or even at the scan is are you talking to your baby are you singing to your baby and Mm. it's because it's starting to really respond to noise outside it loves gelmo (laughs) it hates gelmo yeah my throat does as well to be honest (laughs) (laughs) i can tell you now the baby has not moved at all since hearing gelmo Oh, no. I think we might call it Jelmo. We've got names, by the way, but we're not telling you. 
No, we have. We are telling you. We are telling you. We'll tell that in a different podcast. The placenta growing is amazing in general. I'm not on about at this point. It's something that is really mind-blowing about what it is. Because you're right. It's an organ. You've grown an organ specifically for supporting the life of this unborn child inside you. It looks insane. It's like an alien. It's like the uh, just go, just honestly do an image search online it's 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 something isn't it it's definitely going to be something to behold when we uh we are not to eating that. it some people eat their placenta and i'm not judging anyone at all i completely understand the benefits of it but it is not for us no it's definitely not up my street but when you read up on it it's understandable why this has become a thing and mm, why people absolutely. are doing it, why why people are doing it it's just, it's just not something that I'd ever... I mean, this is coming from the people that didn't even know that the placenta existed That, in a sense that it had to come out. So the thought of eating it really isn't something that popped into my head straight away. And mm, yep. No, thank you. I don't think I'm going to cut the cord either. I don't think that's something that I particularly want to do. So if I... Again, if I can't deal with that... Mm-hmm. I ain't going to be eating any part of you. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll be crying. I'll be holding the baby. But the, something else we found out is that you could give birth to the placenta quite a bit after you've given birth to the baby in the scheme of things, couldn't you? And that you the have birth, to wait. You, it might yeah. be half an hour. It might be an hour. Some Somebody said it might be up to an hour. We'll go into detail a, a bit mm. more about this because yeah, we're we'll almost have going to, a bit off time. We'll on, have but... to re- reread through all the things that we've learnt at our recent antenatal classes yeah. because it's all there. There's different options of how you give birth to the placenta, whether you try and get it to arrive quicker, uh, and oh, also yeah. how you even when you cut the umbilical cord, there is the do what you, umbilical cord. You're trying to sound posh so I don't bring Jelma out. No. <laughs> no they're, they're, there's even options of when you do it. Mm, absolutely. But that's for another time. That is indeed for another time. We'll do a mini, we'll do like a mini series, some mini episodes on the antenatal classes. How about that? I think that sounds good because sounds good. it's information that's so important yeah. that you just need a lot of time to soak it all in mm, we'll and do some digest bon- it. In a couple of weeks, we'll do some bonus episodes, some like small kind of 25-minute episodes where we talk about what we were told in the antenatal classes and mm-hmm. some really important points. I think that's a really good idea. I do too. So, where were we? Where Take me back we? to about 22 weeks again. The placenta is now starting to get smaller than the baby or the other way around. The baby's starting to get bigger than the placenta. I think it's time to move on from the baby and talk about the shopping. Oh, the shopping. <laughs> That's it. Okay. The shopping. The shopping started. After 20 weeks scan, it feels like now is the time to start shopping. It's almost like you can allow yourself to start shopping, isn't it? 
Well, you're on, you're on a countdown now. You've just gone past your halfway point. You really do need to start. <laughs> and it might be sooner than the halfway point. I think that's what's always t- ticking on my mind. Mm. At the moment, 32 weeks, and we aren't ready. We're not ready, but it, it, it could, could come Realistically, it could come... Anytime. Within the next few weeks. It would be an early baby. So it wouldn't necessarily be coming home if it was that early. So you'd you'd still have a few days, but at the same time, you have to really put, it it really changes your mindset, doesn't it? It's, oh, okay, yeah, this is real now. (laughs) I I said something to you in the car yesterday that made you go, didn't I? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I said, if this baby does what I did to my mum, it will be here in two weeks. So... I was five weeks early for mm. my mum. My mum had only just gone on maternity leave. And then I happened. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> mum. <laughs> then then I happened. <laughs> yeah, that... No, 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 no. That can't happen. I'm too busy. <laughs> I just want to be ready. Yeah, I, I just want to use we'll that fine. time to, to, to get ready physically, maybe a little bit more emotionally, Work is so busy that you just don't get a chance to let it all settle into your head sometimes about what's about going to happen to you, really. You need to try and take time for yourself, even if it is just a couple of days. Which is why it's important at the point that we were at now, it was, okay, let's start buying things. Mm-hmm. Let's start buying things. And it coincided very nicely with a baby event at Aldi. Mm-hmm. Not a sponsor, but could be. Could be. <laughs> oh, hi, Aldi. Hi, Aldi. <laughs> We like your nappies. I think they I think they might be having another baby and toddler yeah, event soon. Toddler. Not a sponsor again. Absolutely could be. <laughs> but we this was like the first okay. We like Aldi as a shop. We 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 do a fair bit of grocery shopping there. Okay, baby event. Right. And my sister had said how good it was usually. Um, mm. we'd read up quite a bit online about it. So we thought, right, okay, it's eight o'clock on Thursday morning, I think it was re- the stuff was released. And we, we'd built ourselves up. Mm-hmm. We actually had gone there the night before to get some, some snacks and some groceries and we could see it all being unloaded, but they can't sell it. So, okay, okay, there's loads of it. Okay, and we looked online. There was a specific Moses basket that was beautiful that we thought, oh, it was really nice. It was elephants on it, grey elephants. So mm-hmm. nice and neutral colour-wise as well. Again, not that it matters, but it was one of those things. We're like, okay, that's nice. Everything that we we'd kind of made lists, it was like going through the Argos catalogue back in the day when the Argos catalogue was released and you could like tick things it was like that and we know there's limited supplies and we know it went early so we went we, we really prepared for it we had a bit of money that we were like okay, okay we could, this is for this stuff really great value for what it was as well mm-hmm. so we, we really got up really early it Re- was cold really it is really good value actually it was really good value. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute those baskets as well we wanted the elephant specifically mm-hmm. because it was either swans, elephants, or whales. Yeah. And I think elephants... Whales! <laughs> Sorry, every time. <laughs> I think elephants was the most neutral that we could have gone for, not knowing. But we'd managed to order quite a few bits online, but it was the basket that they only had mm-hmm. in store yep. that they'd run out of online. So we thought, if we don't get to that shop, we're not getting what we want. And the man before, they were loading it out onto the shop floor, like you said. And the man said, well, we open at eight. So I'd advise you get here. Mm. So we did. So we did. We were there. I think it was about 7.58. 
week. So keen, week so ready. Really keen. And I was properly expecting it to be like the next sale at Christmas, elbowing people from Charlton out the way, going, this is my first baby, give me give me all the bargain. There was absolutely nobody there. Nope. There was nobody there. <laughs> we strolled in. We literally walked in like, <laughs> oh, there's there's about 40 of them. Okay, we're, we're fine. We looked so super keen. Mm-hmm. I think the security guard looked at us and was like, are you all right? Are you okay? It was quite quite an anticlimax, wasn't it? <laughs> we were <laughs> like, yeah, we're going to beat these shoppers. We're going to get these but oh, oh, we're the only ones here. Oh, okay. no one else. <laughs> so I just pretended there were loads of people. Like, Excuse me. Sorry, I need to I have to get out of the way. It was just Jess. <laughs> but I was really excited. It was the first time I th- I'd really kind of gone, oh, yeah, this is this is baby stuff. You, but this, people do this when you have a baby. This is a thing you do. You have to buy things. It's unavoidable. I've tried. But <laughs> but you you have to do this. This is something that's exciting. This this is almost like a signifying of, yeah, I'm changing things. I would never, ever even look at these things because there's no need to. But now I'm looking at them. And I think that was what it was. I was really excited about knowing that, right, from this moment on, mm. we're buying stuff for a new person. This is ours. We're looking after it. That's why I liked it. And also, I got a free, uh, premium access to the sausages that day as well, so it was quite good. <laughs> First pick of the sausages. Yeah. Sweet chilli and bacon. It was lovely. Nice. <laughs> no, it wasn't. But that was, where, that was where my head was. For me, it was like, right, this is, we are now forming this baby's look, life, style, you know, all those silly little things. But mm. it's true. I would definitely recommend people looking out for this event though because the quality of the stuff mm. i really Amazing. think it's it, it it doesn't really make much difference i think it it's all very nice this was 30 pounds this moses basket and it has the stand as well has a little wooden stand and i did a lot of research beforehand to check that we were indeed getting a bargain because i didn't want us to be rushing into a store at 8am barging all those imaginary shoppers out of the way <laughs> just just to be getting something that we could have got any time. And reading up on it, it did look like a bargain. We also got a couple of other things as well. We got a baby carrier. So I really wanted you to have I really wanted you to have the baby carrier so that you can look like super dad walking around the park with your baby on your front. <laughs> but there's no baby in it yet. I just look like an idiot. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, he has started wearing it out all the time now. It's he look, thought it was new accessory look, for him. A bucket of KFC is just as warm and cuddly as a baby, and it fits perfectly. You could put the legs out the end as well. <laughs> oh, the image! <laughs> no, I I really like that, and I think the nice thing is, um, again, we we live in in the area of London in Greenwich and Woolwich which is actually really nice in the summer and we're very close proximity to Greenwich Park and Blackheath. So actually walking the baby in the summer, whether it's going to be in in the buggy and the pram or, or on my chest, as it were, it's going to be, that's something I'm really looking forward to. So when you explained that was a thing mm. to me, I was like, yeah, absolutely. Mm. And it's going to help us both. It won't just be you wearing it. It will be me. It's going to help free up our arms and help us be a little bit more... Uh, able to multitask really hopefully uh, and still 
be able to have that lovely close contact with the baby that that we're going to need so I definitely wanted one of those if you read up on it people say it's not necessary and it's probably not necessary but it's always something that I felt for us that we would want so we got one of those that was uh, quite a good deal as well they have them there quite regularly for the Aldi just Aldi in general I think if you look online there what else did we get we got some matching sheets and uh, little bits and pieces to go with the elephant for the Moses basket we also got a baby change bag oh yes yes I like this it's it's almost you know those backpacks don't necessarily have like a zip they kind of have like a fold down top and a clamp Mm. do you know what i mean they're like those and they're almost like the backpacks that are quote unquote waterproof because there's so many layers kind of rolled up and toggled in together and Mm. then folded that they just can't get in unless you're underwater for half an hour it almost looks a bit like that it's got lots of compartments it's got quite a sturdy base as well and I know that's going to be like my backpack with the baby stuff in now. <laughs> There's space for a phone charger in there as well, which mm-hmm. we've which we've got as well, so we can do use, use that. There's uh, space for you to put bottles of wi- uh, milk, bottles <laughs> of wine. Bottles of wine. No, there's space for everything. It, yeah, and I think there's it's, a little travel changing mat. Yeah, as well. that was really cool as well. So it means that you like realistically, if we're going out to London for the day to take baby around town or whatever. That's all we're going to need to take, as well as whatever's in the bottom of the pram. Mm. Nice and compact, nice and value for money as well. And I think that was it. It's a really good price. I'm trying to remember the price off the top of my head. However, I do know that it's meant to be a, not a rip-off as such, but a, ma- a remake of another bag that sells for a, a lot more. And a friend of mine who said to me at the time, about two or three days she went you do know the Aldi events on don't you you have to go and get stuff because this is this is the best this is the the best time to go you go and get really good deals and actually don't pay out all that money for that bag when they sell a bag which is exactly the same so when people give you advice about when to go to these events I would listen to them because they know how much things can cost and where you can save. So this is where I've really started to listen to people when they say, you're going to need this stuff. So look out for this then. Look out for this at a different date. And that's uh, that's really helpful. I think all that stuff we got potentially could have been double, quadruple mm. the price if we'd have not listened and gone somewhere else. It's, it's interesting. Obviously, when you're planning to have a baby or like us, when you realise you're having a baby you don't really have a choice other than to also factor in how much it's going to cost to buy stuff, not only to support the child forever, but it was this moment that you thought actually that you have to look for every bargain you possibly can. We're not, we're not even close to being made of money. No, not at all. We are baby on a budget. We are on a budget. So it's going to be looking for as many um, value for money things as possible not necessarily dirt cheap or anything it's got to still got to be good quality and everything that we read and everyone that we spoke to who's used this have really they really kind of said no this is this is where you need to go because it's great and it's not even that it's like a knockoff of a designer thing or anything like mm. that or because it's it's not but these are clearly things that have been inspired by situations at work and like have something like having the little travel change mat in the backpack i didn't know that was there Mm. Of course you do that. Saves you having to take extra things, saves you having to buy extra things. It's all in one. 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to using it. And it was really impressive. The stuff that you think, oh, yeah, of course you're going to need that. Mm. But we would, again, wouldn't know that because you're never going to think of it in, until you, yeah. you're there the, in the, the friend, first one. The friend that recommended the event to me, she recommended the bag and she said, "Why you should probably look at a backpack it's what I use. It's much easier to be able to shove the backpack on your back rather than have one of those change bags that just goes on the shoulder and falls off. It's more heavy. It's more clunky. And instantly I thought, oh, yeah, that makes much more sense. But I've only ever seen the change bags that just sit on the shoulder. So, I yeah, this is the point where I am listening to people all around me and asking for advice and reading reviews and doing research because... As you said, we're on a budget, but we've just got to make sure that we're not, we're not like being stingy on the wrong things. Mm. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. But everyone is going to be different. Everyone's going to have different budgets. And I'm interested to see how and when we can get a great deal for something. Do you know what I had noticed around this time? What's that? Well, obviously your body is changing quite a bit. You were starting to show a little baby bump now. By like a, I mean like a noticeable pregnant bump. Not not a big one, but a no, little one. I was wobbly. Yeah, yeah that's a good way. But your wobbly. balance was a bit all over the place as well. No, like, like my belly was wobbly. Yeah, but yeah your I balance know, was I all over the place as well. Wobbly, but no, my belly was wobbly. And I remember looking back at the pictures from that gig we spoke about in, mm. in the January and thinking, oh, it looks wobbly. It doesn't look quite like I'm... Does it, does it look like I'm pregnant or does it look like I'm wobbly at... Mm. It's nothing compared to what it is now. No. Um, your hair. I noticed that your hair was kind of shinier, I suppose. <laughs> it just looked, it just looked, I don't know, it just looked healthy. Thanks. And normally it's like rope. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you know, you are right. My hair is generally like, quite, sounds gross, but it's quite greasy. Yeah. I have to wash my hair normally. Every single Every day. day. Otherwise, it just goes like a greasy spoon at the top. Like a, you could fry eggs, sausages, bacon on top of my head if you leave my hair for a day. Even if I wash it the night before, guaranteed by about two o'clock the next day, my hair would just be. Ugh. The thing is, what she doesn't know is, while she's asleep, I like like to melt butter on her head. <laughs> you know, if you said no, that was a thing and you did that. I'd be quite happy with that explanation, but but it just makes no sense why why it takes that takes that long. No, it's it. I I mean, like your skin had cleared up from your psoriasis. Mm. Your hair had just it just looked like you'd had a, a, it treated or something. It was really nice. It was really flowy. It was it looked lighter. It was it just looked bouncier. It looked really good. Yeah, Is that so something to do with pregnancy? Yeah. Oh. It's the, one of the nice parts that oh. sometimes happens. Free haircuts. Oh, I wish oh, it was free haircuts. Wish, yeah. It got all volume, voluminous, is that a word? No, I don't know. <laughs> I had more volume, it was shinier, and I was able to leave it more than a day before I had to wash it again. And now I'm currently at the point where I can leave it about two or three days without washing, like a normal person 
would be able to do. So that's really nice. Normally, I would be saying about something not so fun as a, as a new pregnancy feeling. But this time, I'm happy with something that pregnancy has dealt me. <laughs> it's nice. It's lovely. You mean the baby? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Thank you, baby. Thank you for my lovely hair. Thank you for your lovely hair. Do Please. you think our babies can have lots of hair? Do you know what? Someone asked me this the other day. They said... The girls at work said, so do you think it's going to come out with a big, dark mop of hair? Because we both have rather dark hair, don't we? Mm. Yeah, but and when I, I was a baby, know. I was blonde. And my dad... Blonde. Sorry, that sounded like I said blind. My dad was blonde as well when he was a baby. Was a baby, yeah. I don't think I had much hair. My mum described me as not being quite finished off when I came out. She said I had no eyelashes. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> she said I had no eyelashes and no really? eyebrows when I came really? out. She put it down to the fact that I was premature, but reading up on it, I should have had those things regardless. So You're just one of a kind. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> but I was blonde when I was a baby, so I mm. I I am fully expecting whether it's a boy or a girl to come out with a lovely kind of light head of hair. But then I'm quite a hairy person. As well, hairy chested man, man man. So I'm not man, sure. Man. Man, man man got quite hairy arms. So I'm fully expecting this to be like a little, like bear. <laughs> Please no. <laughs> my my sister used to call me bear because she couldn't say Christopher when she was a baby. Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, don't mean before she talked. I mean, when she could talk, she used to call me bear. That's sweet. It is sweet. It's nice. I'm sweet. You all right? I think some some. People of some orientation would call me a bit of a bear as well. <laughs> no, I think I've been referred to as uh, I would be a cub because I'm not old enough. I don't know. It's very interesting. <laughs> so I had no <laughs> hair. <laughs> no, your hair, your, it was really noticeable. But your skin and your hair, even up to now, have it, you're a different person. It's don't, really yeah. interesting. Yeah, don't get me wrong. All the things that were still present, like the weeing and the, all the other bits and pieces that I've mentioned before, it's still ongoing. But it was nice to pick up on some some things that uh, was a bit more positive. Mm. Hey, Dad to be. Yes. Oh. You know what time it is. <sighs> so what? this this is becoming a thing now, is it? Like a, this isn't just a two-off. No, a this is a thing. Is this a feature? Does this count as a feature? If you like. You, you've not laughed at any of my jokes. In I the laughed whole... at last week's. No, I meant today. <laughs> well, if I'm funnier than you today, then you if you can't it. take on this joke, then maybe I should oh, take right, over fine. the dad joke feature. Right. Okay. Okay. I've prepared a few. <laughs> Just in case you wanted them. Okay. So, how many apples grow on a tree? I don't know how many apples grow on a tree. All of them. <laughs> what? All the apples in the world? All the, right. If you're going to start questioning these jokes, I'm going to... I prefer Jelmo. <laughs> what do you call an elephant that doesn't matter? 
I don't know. What do you call an elephant that doesn't matter? An irrelevant. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> do you like that? Is that a genuine <laughs> laugh? Because it's an elephant that doesn't matter. <laughs> I wouldn't buy anything with Velcro. It's a total rip-off. <laughs> nice. <laughs> God, this graveyard looks a bit overcrowded. People must be dying to get in here. Oh. <laughs> and a classic. How about I finish with a classic? Go on. Two goldfish in a tank. Hmm? One says to the other, how do you drive this thing? Oh. No, I can't. Li- I can't. I can't finish on a groan. No. How does a penguin build its house? <laughs> I don't know. How does a penguin build its house? It glues it together. Oh. <laughs> hey! Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, good. Thank you. There we go. That was episode five of First Time Parent Podcast. Hurrah! Hurrah! Number five. Number five is done. Five is done. We're having a good time doing this. I'm loving it. And we're really enjoying your feedback, which is mostly positive. Actually, it's all positive. People have been very nice. I was about to say, who's been nasty? Or me. don't tell me. I've written a really bad email. <laughs> don't tell me if someone's not been very nice because I might cry. No, we've, we've, we've had very kind comments of other people who are nowhere near having babies, really enjoying it and, and finding it really interesting hearing about our kind of journey so far up to this point. And like I said, we're going to really catch up to ourselves. I think we've got one or two more in us. And then we're going mm. to be pretty much caught up. We're, we're planning a few more things as well. We've done a few amazing things over the last couple of weeks. We went to our first baby and toddler show. Yeah. That was amazing. We met some amazing brands and people that we're going to talk about. These amazing products that we had no idea existed. <laughs> not ma- at all. Not at all. It was like a science fiction fair for babies. Things like you would never... Something to keep the baby's sock on them. I would have thought a sock stayed on a baby. Nope. Seemingly not. Now, I know that socks don't stay on babies as well as I know that shoes do not stay on babies. But nope. that is because I worked in kids' class. You worked in kids' class. So yes, I have why. some preparation on that. But we're really excited to, to share our antenatal little mini-series with mm. you. Talk about soon going around the visit for the hospital ward and the baby yeah. centre. That's really amazing in Lewisham and Greenwich NHS. So we've got so much more to share yeah. with you and we're really looking forward to it. Please do definitely get in touch. We are on email. If, you, you, if you're on email, you have to be on email these Simply days. Simply have to Simply be. have to be these days. Um, make sure you email us firsttimeparentpod at gmail.com. We're on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at FTPPUK. Please, please, please share us to your friends as well on Facebook and all that stuff. We're thrilled to be on anchor.fm at the moment. And you can listen to us on Spotify and Breaker and all sorts of podcast platforms. It's all completely free. And we really, really, really appreciate your support, don't we, Jess? We do. We Thank do. you very much. And Baby BW does too, don't you? Oh, yes, we do. Thank you very much. Before you did that voice, I was about to say, yes, Baby BW does, because Baby BW has woken up. Oh. He likes this voice. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we will see you next week for episode six. Yeah. Have a lovely week, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.